everybody and welcome if you're returning thank you for coming back if you're new welcome so i've decided that for the month of october i will be doing a halloween series where every day i will post episodes on either true crime cases or creepy pasta story so today's episode will be a little test to see what i may need to change in the future let's get into it Today, we're going to be talking about the boy in the box. This case is still unsolved, and it took them 65 years to ID the boy, but they still don't know who did it. The boy in the box, or Joseph Augustus Arelli, was brutally murdered and shoved into a cardboard box. Joseph was born January 13, 1953, to his parents Augustus John Zarelli and Mary Elizabeth Plunkett. Augustus John Zarelli was born on June 30, 1926, in Philadelphia County, Pennsylvania. Augustus, or Gus, was a concrete and stone mason worker. I can't seem to find much else on him other than he died June 14, 2014, when he was 87. As for Joseph's mother, Mary Elizabeth Abel Plunkett, she was born October 20, 1931, also in Philadelphia County, Pennsylvania. Mary Elizabeth, or Betty, graduated from Merle Dobbins Career and Technical Education High School in Northern Philly in 1949. A year later, she gave birth to a daughter in 1950 and immediately put her up for adoption. Betty gave birth to Joseph when she was 21. Betty and Gus were never married, and it's unclear whether or not Gus ever knew about Joseph. Betty worked at a movie theater and eventually got married to her manager. From what I can find, it looks like it was recommended to Betty by an anonymous family member or friend that she give Joseph up for adoption just like her daughter. All else I can find is that Betty died June 22, 1991, at the age of 59. For 65 years, Joseph Augustus Cirelli was known as America's Unknown Child. He was a four when he died. His body was found shoved in a cardboard box, beaten and bruised. He was naked and malnourished. February 23, 1957, a student in La College parked off of, I'm gonna butcher this name, Susquehanna Road and hiked to the girls' dorms to try and peep into the girls' windows. As he walked across the street, he found a cardboard box, thought it was a doll head, and thought nothing of it until he looked inside and saw the body of Joseph. The police were called and showed up to the scene February 24th and 25th. The coroner's report said that Joseph was anywhere between four to six years old. He had blonde hair and blue eyes. His hair had been badly cut and his nails had been trimmed. He was 41 inches tall or 3'4 and weighed only 30 pounds. He had scar marks on his left ankle, left elbow, chin, left side of his chest, and groin. Joseph's body was also rough and wrinkled, suggesting that it had been dunked in water recently for a long period of time. The coroner wasn't sure if Joseph's death was caused by blunt force trauma or getting squeezed in the head. 
There was a blanket and a bassinet found not too far away from the body, but the police couldn't track down the buyer and fingerprints were not helpful either. The case went cold in November 4th of 1998 and was reopened April 2001. Because this case hasn't been solved, there are many theories, many of which were dismissed, but two that seem the most plausible. The first theory was when a man named Remington Bristow went to a psychic and the psychic led him to a local foster home. Bristow continued to investigate, determined to find answers. While attending an estate sale at a foster home, Bristow came across a similar blanket and similar bassinet that was found on Joseph's body. The theory was that Joseph had been taken in by the stepdaughter of the man running the foster home and that she was in a sexual relationship with her stepfather. She got, he got her pregnant and Joseph was hidden away but accidentally died. The stepfather disposed of the body to make his stepdaughter not look like a bad mother. This theory was eventually dismissed after leading the police to a dead end. The second theory came around February of 2002. An, an unidentified woman named M came forward and claimed that her abusive mother had purchased a boy in 1954 and M claimed his name was Jonathan. The young boy allegedly experienced extreme physical and sexual abuse for two and a half years. According to M, the mother killed him in a fit of rage after the boy vomited baked beans in the bathtub. According to the coroner, this fit because baked beans had been found in the boy's stomach. M continued by saying that the mother cut his hair and tried to bathe him. Allegedly, M and her abusive mother went to drive the boy, or went to remove the boy from the trunk, and a passing man on a motorcycle stopped and offered his assistance. They ignored him and eventually he went away. The story corroborated with a male witness in 1957. This theory is considered, however, M had a history of mental illness and the neighbor said that there was never a boy living in that house. There was one more theory and it was simply that the mother did it, but that seemed to be quickly dismissed after talking to the people who knew Betty. Everyone said that Betty loved the boy and took great care of him. So sadly they couldn't ID the boy until 2022 when the police announced that the boy's name was Joseph Augustus Cervelli and he had just turned four when his body had been discarded. think of it all. Which of the theories seems the most plausible? Do you have a different theory? An off topic of the case, but what should I do differently for October? Let me know. Thank you for listening to today's episode. This was new, but I think it went pretty well. And again, every day in October, I will be doing episodes like this leading up to Halloween. And I finally have a schedule for this podcast. So Every Friday at 2 p.m. there will be a new episode. Thank you all for listening and I will talk to you guys next week.